and welcome to the mid-week war stories. As your no-so crew goes on a little dive for the second shows for WCW and WWF Thunder and SmackDown. It's great Thursday night war, guys. Well, that's over now. Well, it's over. It's now Wednesday Thursday wars. In a way, as that's right. As this is the wait a minute, wait, hold on, hold on. Go on. Raw Nitro on Monday. Yes. They technically tape SmackDown and Thunder on Tuesday. Yeah, it except Wednesday. for SmackDown's uh, Thunder's live. It airs Wednesday. Yeah, Thunder's or SmackDown's on Thursday. God damn it! God damn it! I will say this: What's uh, <laughs> coming Friday? God damn it! They should have been on Wednesdays from the get go. Because not only are you fighting SmackDown now, but since its inception, it was also fighting the unbeatable Thursday night must-see TV block on NBC. NBC. You had Friends, you had Seinfeld, and you had ER. Now, granted, Seinfeld's now done, but you still have the Friends ER juggernaut. That you weren't going to beat. Darman Gregg is is that's ABC. uh, Frazier. Frazier was on. Third uh, Rock from the Sun. Third Rock at this point was still on, yes. And I don't remember what the fourth one at this time is for NBC, but... But, And then at at ER at 10. Yeah, yeah. and then ER at 10. Jesus. You're not going to beat that. So just... You should have been on Wednesdays from the get-go. Yes, sir. So this Yes, sir. Yes, sir. As uh, they say that this is the first ever Wednesday Thunder. Although there's been Wednesday Thunders before. That's that's correct, but okay. And, guys, we're going to mark out no-so for doing so. We sold out as a, this upcoming Sunday. But before we get into all of that, I am your host, Joseph Lessel. along so here with the Human Western Database, Corey Mack. Mr. Wanderass. The chosen one. What are you, the deadlifts? Mike, we tried Slab Nuts. I'm here. I'm going to beat up this jabroni crisp and wah. Sold out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go to January 12th of the year 2000 for those Dobby Thunder as we're in Erie, Pennsylvania. Ooh, that's a fitting title. <laughs> it's Erie, all right. <laughs> that's a fitting. As our uh, commentary team is Mike Tanay, Tony Schiavone, and Scott Hudson. Hey! Alright. Two or three aren't bad. I yeah. still don't like the fact that I get it, but Tenay's in charge. You know? Like it's uh, my show, Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. TBS. My show, pal. Let's start off with it. It's probably the way Tony Shivani would agree to come. It's like fine, but I'm not it's doing like, lead play by play. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Shivani's like, I'm good. I and here's got Gwinnett Braves baseball to do later. <laughs> here's what I want I want to do, really I might do. Is it okay? I'm going to real bad. Is, he loved, he died doing what he loved. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, since we are doing sold out, I'm going to try to watch it as soon as I can. Oh, please do. Because I really want to wa- listen to the Shivani sold out. You might need to watch it twice, Joe. <laughs> okay. I, I don't will. want you listening to his. Hmm. Well, actually, you can and no, until we're done. Oh, after? Until after? after? Okay. After. after. Okay, okay, okay. Because... Shivani might shit on it, but he probably won't give you the whole story. He's said no, the whole story. He He's care. not going to remember the whole story. Yeah. I got the whole story. Corey got, okay, okay. got them deets. All right, I'll wait to that. So let's get into... Conrad might, but he'll be like, sure. Like he... Conrad yeah. Pulp Meltzer. So let's do the... Uh, let's do Thunder. Uh, we start off with a recap of Nitro of uh, Funk making the Triple Threat Theater with Jarrett, having him face George the Animal Steel in a Bunkhouse Brawl match. 
Tito Santana in a regular match and uh, Jimmy Snuka in a cage match. Also, uh, Nash having uh, Funk having Kevin Nash take on Bret Hart for the title, and the ma- match ends with Sid powerbombing, choke slamming Bret and <laughs> Funk branding. Oh, by the way, Kevin Nash. Before we get further in, yes. I forgot to t- say this during Nitro, but I actually looked it up and, and, and did the math. Tito Santana on the date of Monday Nitro, January tenth, two thousand, uh, was younger than Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Roddy Piper, Terry Funk. Uh, I think that's, but the Roddy Piper for Orndorf. sure, Randy Savage, Orndorff, Zabisco, the majority of everybody who's considered old, and they loved him in some retard. He's younger than all of them. Yep. Just wanted to throw that out there. That's cool. All right. Uh, we get an <laughs> earlier today as the NWO has now all shown up. Minus well, Brett. I'm a little disappointed. I kind of wanted them to do the storyline that Steiner is still fucking all those women. Right. He comes and drag an ass. One thing, and I have to say, <laughs> one thing, one thing, it's what was uh, kind of like, oh, is Nash not selling the branding until the very end? Well, well I mean, he had to get branded over his clothes. So. Yeah, he's just walking. It's not like he's doing sprints or that's true. Curls uh, or anything. Then we see, then we, his commentary is questioning the whereabouts of Bret Hart. We then we see him showing up on his own. So let's go to our first match of the night. Right. Yeah. As it's going to be Vampiro. Well, it was earlier today, so he was on time for once. Our first match of the night is going to be Vampiro versus Crowbar, who's with Daphne and David Flair. Uh, Vampiro hides behind the stage to attack Crowbar. Hey, guys, where's the Misfits? Gone. Oh, can, I give, can I give you my favorite Vampiro story that I've heard this week? Yes. By the way, the, vamp- the documentary about Vampiro's life is on Prime Video right now. Hmm. I've heard it's worth watching. I haven't seen it yet. Do they play his fucking music? I don't know. They hope they did. Um, so <laughs> this is typical WWE in 1998. They signed Vampiro because he's got a name in Mexico. Vampiro El Canadian Say is what he's called and what they call him when he first shows up. Mm-hmm. So they hire him and then he shows up and they're pissed because he showed up because they all thought uh, the same people that signed him. We're like, ah, oh, Conan's bringing another luchador we have to do something with, and bitched and moaned and wanted to fire him because of that, not realizing they themselves hired him. Yep. He didn't come in under Conan's thing. Nope. How typical WCW. Yeah. Personally hire the guy. Forget about it immediately. Then when he did. shows up, you're angry about it yeah, and want to fire him. <sighs> also, I'm very confused about how this thunder started. Uh, okay. Vampiro comes out first to then hide to sneak attack the guy who comes out second? Yeah. Uh, okay. What? Just come out second. What the fuck? Why was that necessary? I, uh, Checks out. Yes. <laughs> because, because, like, the camera's focused on him. And he's, trying to tell, he's trying to hush the crowd as he's the going to... The answer is yes. He's going to sneak attack them. Jesus. Uh, somewhat of a back and forth match here between the two. Uh, Daphne gets on the apron to distract the ref. David hits Vampiro with a crowbar. Vampiro reverses the top rope Frankensteiner into a sit-down powerbomb for the win. Uh, crowbar and Flair attack Vampiro after the match. However, Arn comes down and tries to talk sense into David. Crowbar tries to sneak attack Arn, but Arn gives him a left punch. So, I'm sort of into Daphne when she showed up. I'm into crazy chicks. Yeah. 
But her just screaming outside, now it's just like Melina vibes for me, and I can't deal with it. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting and Plus, I'm adding the screams to her, the theme music. It's just like, like constant screaming now. Just every three minutes, she would just scream as loud as possible outside the ring. Ugh. Yep. Uh, we got a commentary, guys. We have an outdoor hardcore match tonight. Okay. As it's Norman Smiley versus Brian Nobbs for the Hardcore Championship. Last time I did that, Philly almost lost a leg. But yeah, sure, let's go outside again. Uh, an evening gown match between Medusa and Oklahoma. Uh, Booker T versus Midnight versus Stevie Ray. Sucker. Uh, champagne on a pole match as it's Bam Bam versus CCK. Why is that a sold out? We're going to hear from Kimberly tonight about what ha- her thoughts of what happened on Monday between Buff and uh, DDP. Uh, Sid and Chris Benoit will be taking on Jeff Jarrett and Kevin Nash. That's a big-ass match. Yeah. Commentary's questioning, hey, why is Brett here and he doesn't have a match? That is weird. Ooh. Then we cut. What? <laughs> Brett. That oh. Brett's here, but he doesn't have a match. Uh, we're going to go straight to a promo by Brett as he comes out and he says he's sorry for taking shortcuts. He's sorry for letting the fans down. Haven't I heard him do this before? Yep. I have. Okay. Um, he says, you know what? What Funk was saying last week, it finally got to me. And it hit him. Brett says that the N- Nash and the NWO are a bunch of thugs. NWO is out. The pink and black attack is back. Crowd pop. Uh, then the NWO comes out. Uh, Nash says, Brett, you're the same way you were like in New York. Uh, Brett wants to be the hero, but the NWO would make you a god. Um, Brett needs to be part of the NWO because when Brett's part of the NWO, the fans care about him. And uh, Brett then says Nash is a big piece of shit. Um, the NWO says that, uh, they're going to let Brett leave tonight because they felt they were going to let him go. However, Brett's like, no, I'll take you all on tonight. And like, well, Brett, you're finished tonight. We're going to end your career. Or maybe your life. Or your life. Okay. A bit much. Uh, then we come back from commercial and we see Brett sitting in front of a chair, uh, sitting on a chair in front of his door with a baseball bat. And then we get the Inception look of then Terry Funk watching Bret Hart sit on a chair with a baseball bat. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Uh, We're going to recap a Nitro of somehow stuff that was edited out. Corey, do we know why this is edited out? What happened? Exactly. Sorry. Yep. Uh, I was doing something for later in the podcast. Okay. Uh, Finley telling Nobbs that uh, he has an opponent tonight, and it's a Finley. They brawl around the arena. It's it's edited out of Nitro because it was too hardcore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, And they wouldn't show it. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's just trying to make it sound cool. Yeah, they're trying to make it sound better than it was or more important than it was. Like, oh, it's we can't show you on TV. Like Jerry Springer, they're trying to do. You know what I mean? Trying to uh, ECW was famous for doing it. We can't put that on TV. But here it is on TV. But here it is on TV. Yeah, you could have. Ming attacks them and then shakes Smiley's hand as they commentary doesn't understand the meaning of the handshake and if Ming even knows the meaning of a handshake. (laughs) Jeez, yeah. 
Good idea to call Ming fucking stupid. That's a good idea. I would. I mean, they'll say he's hanging from a tree next. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we go backstage and we see Norman smiling, yelling that it's freezing outside and he doesn't want to be part of the match. So uh, I think the ref throws him to the outside and our next match is an outdoor hardcore match between Brian Nobbs and Norman Smiley for the hardcore championship. Trying to, again, Russo, trying to recreate something that worked for him a year earlier with Road Dog and Al Snow yep. out in the out in the snow. Well, it doesn't work because they just sat in this whole the whole ten foot area that they were uh, given because they had the ones while they cleared from snow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they hit each other with weapons. Knobs chucks a tube TV. Um, <laughs> they call it an eight hundred dollar monitor. Yeah. Uh, they hit each other with weapons all the time. Smiley gets thrown into a car. And I was then, just like, is that my Cadillac? <laughs> Tony's like, you get a Cadillac? He's like, no, the one behind it. Knobs yeah. <laughs> uh, then hits him with the shovel for the win, so your new hardcore champion, Brian Knobs. God damn it. Okay. This match, it was just like, it was funny because I had to rewind it for a split second because I thought Smiley got hit with the car. Like someone like, say, Finley pulled up and hit him but no he did he, it for the knobs he did it for the knobs but smiley just jumped onto the hood and like that that was it you know i was like oh okay but yeah this is your typical outside match of just hitting each other dodging screaming by smiley and somehow brian knobs is your hardcore champion out of nowhere dude and then we go backstage with the nwo looking for brett and then all of a sudden they find him and then we have a Mexican standoff in his locker room with baseball bats, and then they go away. They cut away from the scene, so we don't know what's happening. Then let's go to Corey's favorite part, the revolution. Ah! That uh, they were beat the filthy animals on Sunday. Douglas teases the mystery partner, says it might be him, but they won't tell until Sunday. Revolution then brings up Jim Duggan, says once they're done with the filthy animals, they're going to go back after him to make him denounce America. Saturn gets to talk and then turns his attention to Asia, and then then Douglas tells her to know her role. So there's dissension within the revolution with Asia in them. You're really underselling it. Saturn was... uh... They called her a bitch like 75 fucking times. What are you looking at, bitch? I'm like, I was like, Wow. What the hell? Like what? We I think Asia, Asia has a shot. Asia face turn. That's what we need. I, apparently, Price I'll be honest. Line. My my brain goes flatline when a Shane Douglas is talking. Yeah, they <laughs> call her people. bitch like ten times. It was unsettling. I was like, "What are you doing?" Is I Jesus. try not to be woke. <laughs> what I mean, like, I fuck. I try not to be one of those that's like just so fucking like in the twenty twenty one mindset watching this stuff. But I was like, damn, that's, that's a lot of times calling someone a bitch. It's like, I think it's like, like, like the pan pan down. Like, right? Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. But no, yeah. Powder, just... I, I, the, the, the promo went forever. It did. And I mean, them calling her a he bitch. He is the game. Uh, oh, wait. That's wrong. That's wrong. Wrong, wrong show. Close. <laughs> uh, then we go backstage and we see the NWO Dragon Bret Hart in the back. Uh-oh, they got to him. Uh-oh. Then we got a Sting commercial for his T-shirt. Uh, Attitude comes uh, without... Uh, what is it? Like, attitude without purchase or something? It's like them trying to sell an attitude. <laughs> nah. Okay. I was half out of it. Like, uh, I was glassed over. The revolution. I know. Yep. Uh, we go backstage with Arn and them watching Bret Hart get his ass whooped. And Arn's like, outlaw. Uh, and Orndorff's like, well, maybe we should do something. And Arn 
And well, Terry's like, like Terry's like, nah, he, he deserves, deserves it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cold-hearted boss. Cold-blooded. Cold we got a mean gene with Tank Abbott, and then Huckleberry Flynn comes out of nowhere and attacks him. Security uh, has to break them apart. Abbott knocks down a cop. What's um, that DDP spinning close like? So uh, that was uh, that segment. Let's go to our next match. As it's... <laughs> that was that segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things. Once Abbott started talking, I was like, oh, Flynn's coming. Yep. Take Abbott's one of those guys who's like, I mean, I guess we can call him a badass for whatever. Yeah. But like the voice doesn't match. It's like yeah. when you hear Walter Payton talk, you're like, hmm, he's a voice, a, huh? He's a purported badass. Who are they? Who? Yeah, look, you like you see this big looking tough guy, like Mike Tyson. You know, Mike Tyson's there. Man, I'm just going to punch you right there. Now. Kyle Stone, Kyle Stone. I'm going to fucking punch you in the ribs, man. They're going to squish you in the insides. Love that. <laughs> right? Love that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Do so uh, we get an evening gown match between Medusa and Oklahoma. God. But first, Miss Hancock of Stan and Prince has come down, and Oklahoma tries to get out of it. She's like, yeah, you're good to go. Oh, she gives him a fine. Yeah. She writes it up. Uh, Oklahoma hits, uh, has barbecue sauce taped to his leg. because yeah, he can't get off. Can't get it off. Uh, Medusa wins, and the crowd boos at that. Uh, Oklahoma then hits Medusa with the barbecue sauce and then rips her gown off and pours it all over her. <laughs> no, he puts her yeah. across yeah. the ropes, yep. arching out that gigantic chest she has, what? and then Question. squirts all over her. The barbecue sauce. Yes. Question. Yes. Question. <laughs> what? Bigger. Sable before the plant. Uh, oh no, Sable. Sable in like early '98. Sable than, bigger than Medusa. Yep. Yeah. Which is grotesque because these are huge. Yeah. Hurt. They they hurt terrible. my back. Right. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. So she gets. Uh, she, they got pull put the shot out of her bending the back on the middle rope to expose them and then. Yeah, he squirts her, his sauce all over her. <laughs> Context. Context. <laughs> Barbecue sauce. Uh, we go backstage in uh, NWO. Two huge I'm chicken asleep. nuggets. Uh, we go backstage with the NWO as they're burning uh, the peak and black attack gear as they're ho- holding them. Uh, God damn. You know, NWO beatdowns under the Bischoff-Hogan era were like from a pretty good... You know, fucking army movie from the 50s or 60s. Lawn darted rain, some, no big deal. There'd be some damage. Fucking Russo booked NWLB downs are straight out of Quentin Tarantino movies. I want my hunter scalps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're holding him back with a baseball bat to the throat and they're burning his stuff. I speak the most Italian. <laughs> yeah. we, get a, we get a mean gene with Medusa as he keeps staring at that uh, cream. Well, she ain't having this. The, uh, the, uh, the sauce. The sauce covered. On the, yeah. On the knockers. As uh, Gene tries to offer her a jacket, uh, Medusa, you know, says he's. No, he says he might need to get undressed too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. Well, then he goes, Well, I can offer you my dra- jacket, but I have to get undressed for you. Uh, Medusa then says she'll kick Oklahoma's ass at sold out for the Cruiserweight Championship. <sighs> Got it. Uh, that was that segment. So let's go to our next match as it's a uh, triangle match of Midnight versus Booker T versus Stevie Ray. The lights go out for a little bit longer than normal as it there's two, two dongs. Two, two, two dongs. Yeah, it does. She got lost. <laughs> Did she have a concussion? 
Probably. Well, uh, he did slap well, Jack that yeah. yak. I mean, all she could do was a drop kick. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Ray hits Brooke T with a chair before Brooke T can even get uh, leave backstage. So it's a squash match between Midnight and Steve. Was he stretching? Yeah, yeah, he was stretching. Yeah. Pump uh, in. Stevie Ray could have beat her a couple times, but uh, pulls her up around two. Brooke T runs in. Stevie Ray then leaves the ring and uh, gets counted out. And he's like, there has to be a winner between you two. So you guys have to fight. Why does it have to be a winner? That was it was elimination, I guess. Yeah, but that was pretty smart on Stevie Ray's part. Yeah. I enjoyed Stevie Ray tonight. He was smart. He was a hill well, who knew what he wanted. He wasn't as dumb as Midnight and Booker T. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, That's he. All we I, can I, ask I like. For, really. I, I like. I like that idea of him going. I got eliminated, so you guys got to fight. Yeah. So, and they're and they're both looking at you like, huh? Tony. Well, she's a she has proven herself in the ring. She's a she's a tough athlete. I'm like, has she? Has she proven herself? Is that what you were saying she's doing? Well, Book T goes for an axe kick, goes to the outside. Stevie Ray hits him with his slapjack. <laughs> Stevie Ray then's like, hey, you got to cover him. Makes <laughs> like just dick slapped his brother. <laughs> well, well, Mushroom stamp on so the head. So we, we, we have the guy pulling his slapjack out, and the, the segment before was uh, oh. a girl getting cream put on her breast. <laughs> Squirted from a, an old Oklahoma old man. Uh, and then C. Ray tells uh, her to, uh, hey, cover him, make the win. So Midnight pulls Booker T on top of her, her for the three. So your winner, Booker T. After the match, Stevie Ray and Midnight begin to argue. Uh, Stevie Ray goes to pull out his slapjack, but Midnight drop kicks him. And there uh, it is. And then Stevie Ray runs in and pulls his slapjack out and hits her with Midnight. There's hits the Midnight with it. Yeah. Uh, we see the, not good. No, we see the only good thing is that part of C. Ray going. I never thought I'd say the goddamn thank God for Stevie Ray. Uh, then we get uh, and we are still torturing Bret Hart, <laughs> torturing the proper word here. Uh, then we go off site to a jail as Huckleberry Flynn and uh, Tank Abbott have been arrested and they're put in the same <laughs> jail cell. Like, what are these idiots thinking? I'm like, let's <laughs> put them in the same jail cell. That's was like. What the Gomer pile horseshit is this? Who <laughs> the hell decided to put them in the same cage? And then they start attacking each other until cops break them. <laughs> you up. don't say. <laughs> Jesus. That's what you probably don't do is put, probably don't put them in the same cell. <laughs> I don't don't remember when the big boss man and the uh, the Mountie were put in the same jail cell. Right. Uh, we're gonna mean Gene with CCK is oh, it's your typical. Promo. I'm gonna get the champagne bottle off the top and smash it over Bam Bam's head. We gotta have a pole match. Yep. Gotta get one more in, right? All right. Uh, then we see the NWO cutting. Uh, uh, Jesus, Bret Hart's hair. No, kind no. of, kind of. Uh, you know, nice to see Shaq dressed up. Uh, we see uh, Larry telling Funk that hey, maybe we should uh, if we steal Bret Hart from the NWO, they it will crumble them from the inside. It don't cost nothing to look. And Funk's like, yeah, you can check on him if you want. I'm not. <laughs> his, his mom's a whore. Fight forever. Fight forever. Uh, we go backstage and we see Larry and Paul uh, looking for uh, Yoko. I mean, Brett. Um, so let's go to our next match. It's a champagne on a pole match. CCK, Chris Champagne or Shampoo Canyon versus Bam Bam. Um... Canyon hits a power bomb off the top rope and makes a pinfall count. So, uh, Corey? Yeah. Uh, you can win via pin here? Yep. Apparently you can win via pin without even getting to the champagne. Okay. So there's, there's that. Cool. 
Uh, back and forth, the girls get on, distract Bam Bam and the ref. Bam Bam makes out with one of them. Uh, Jay Biggs gives Canyon a belt, the belt from uh, Ready to Rumble, and Canyon hits uh, Bam Bam for a two count. Yep, Canyon then grabs the bottle and tries to hit Bam Bam with it, but Bam Bam hits him in the gut. Bam Bam gets the bottle and throws it down and hits a flying headbutt and then hits greetings from Asbury Park for the win. So there's a pole match, but the guy wins via pinfall. Got it. And then the total package still dressed up as Sting comes out and attacks Bam Bam (laughs) and puts him in the Scorpion Deathlock. The lights go out, and then Sting music hits, and then there's a crow on the spot on the top rope. There's another message from Sting. And then Canyon smashes the bottle. What does he want? What does he want? I just like how all of a sudden the the Sting Luger storyline is Thunder exclusive. Yep. And then uh, Canyon smashes the bottle over Bam Bam's head, and that's a wrap. <laughs> yep. Oh, hits that's a wrap, the, his move. Um, we go backstage, and we see Larry and Paul still looking for Brett. Uh, but they have found the remains of Brett's hair. So got that going. Then we get the history of Buff and DDP. That's leading to our Mean Gene and Kimberly interview. Kimberly says that uh, things like... Uh, Saying things like they're being pulled apart because of the business and they have little time to talk to each other. That's why they're being, that's why it seems like they're falling apart. So Gene instantly, so it's Buff, right? Buff's doing this. He might as well just said, you're fucking him, right? Yeah. You're fucking him. Uh, Gene wants to know why. Is she under the table right now? (laughs) Gene wants to know why isn't she on. linguist. Why she isn't on TV anymore. Um, Kimberly's like, well, DDP says... DDP says I shouldn't. I be. shouldn't. That'd look good. She's, did they, did they paint her in the worst possible light in this fucking... Yes. Paper? 100%. Okay. She's getting wrapped up around... Pe- wrapped up with people at work, as you put it. So that's Buff, right? According to Gene. Buff, right? Gene wants to know how Kimberly and DDP's sex life is then, out of the blue. Well, that's one where we've never had a problem. And then Gene's like, I think you're lying. <laughs> 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 you're not telling the truth. Gene is not playing the game. No. He's like, bullshit. Uh, We go backstage with the NWO as we see uh, Jarrett making fun of Brett on the ground as uh, Nash is getting his bandages ripped from the branding from Monday by the doctor. Uh, We're going to mean Gene with Sid and Benoit as both men are uh, just talking about how they're going to beat their opponents at uh, sold out. Um, Starting main event. Excuse me. Is Kevin Nash and Jeff Jarrett versus Chris Benoit and Sid? All four men brawl with each other for a bit, and then uh, until they go to the corners, um, goes for a little bit uh, back and forth. Uh, Nash throws uh, Jarrett the belt. Jarrett hits the stroke on Benoit on the belt for the win. I liked this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Then we go backstage and we see that Rick, uh, that Scott Stern's on the ground. Brett's gone. The NWO goes looking for him. Brett's at his car. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going out like this. Brett heads back to the ring. Brett calls out the NWO. We have a standoff, a Mexican standoff again. Until Terry Funk's music hits and then stops. And then we cut backstage and we see that Funk has a branding iron on fire. Next to Arn with a bucket of something. And it looks like... The, the fear of Arn Anderson as he's walking in front of the branding iron. Oh, yeah, so don't fucking burn me. <laughs> don't burn me, as he said. 
then Funk's music hits again, and then he, him and uh, uh, Arn. Arn go down the ringside. Funk tells Hart to leave, but he knows it's something funny. So Arn throws the bucket, and it was a bucket of water, onto Brett's face. The bruises on Brett's face were makeup. Bum, this was clever. Bum, this was, okay, so this was clever. It, it was clear that Brett was acting. Mm-hmm. And for once, they went with that and didn't have the good guys be fucking idiots. Yep. So it was good. I was like, good for you for once. At one point, Tony was like, he knew the entire night. That's why he didn't want to help him. Yeah, yeah. So they booked Terry Funk like at least uh, a, a smart a guy. It's yeah. like what Sting, like Sting before the he got hurt. Of Sting, yeah, no, no, before he got, oh, before he got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah. Um, uh, NWO and uh, attack Funk and his men security, uh, but NWO beat him up. Uh, we end night, uh, Thunder with Funk and Nash fighting over the branding iron. Yeah, the fucking the ring just caught on fire at some point. I was just like, see you on uh, Sunday in Cincinnati. So, fuck Cincinnati. (sighs) Did you watch Saturday night? No. Okay, giving up on that. (laughs) Giving up. All right. It's only so many hours in the day now. Right. So, but there is one part of the day we can talk about. We're gonna mark out no sell for WCW sold out. However, first. But you know, and everybody who listens knows, probably. But you know. Yeah. But I always like to say that's a rap, like Savage at Robotum. That's a rap on Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. That's the last we see of him. Well, Except for a couple of uh, yep. ridiculous. No, I mean in WCW. I know. A couple of ridiculous couple spots, one-offs but... for no reason at all. This is it. Um, what a... What a way to go out. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fitting at one point where they're burning his gear and... I was like, hmm. Don't need it anymore. Don't be Final anymore. match against Kevin Nash. Final Nash was final match was against Kevin Nash. Um, weird. That feels like a big deal. It feels like it should have been a big deal, <laughs> right? It, At this oh, point, it, it feels been. like it's not. It's uh, to me, it is though because he's really been the linchpin the last month. No, I mean, like I feel like on their show, it's oh yeah, not, on their show, it's like not, yeah. it's not at all. Um, but to me, he's he's been the main reason it's been watchable the last month. All right, so sold out, Joe. You ready? Yeah. This is what they've given us. This is the card as they've given us to Thunder. Cards subject to change. WCW World Title Match: Brett the Hitman Hart defends against Sid. I'll mark out for that. Mark out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple Threat Theater. Three different matches mm-hmm. throughout the night. U.S. Title on the line. I guess it's the best two out of three. No. Oh, it's on the line every match. Oh, okay. So guaranteed three matches because yeah. work rate, um, you know, but it's on the line every single match. So you could have up to three title changes. So Jeff Jarrett versus Chris Benoit in a catch-as-catch-can dungeon match, mm-hmm. bunkhouse brawl, and caged heat. Question. for that. I'll mark a question. Throughout the whole night or are they back throughout to back? Throughout the back. Throughout. Kind of like to Monday. Yeah. yeah. Checks out. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, because I mean, it's a lot of stuff yeah. You have that's to build true. And do that's and true. There's no ropes on one of the matches. That's true. <laughs> All right. Mark you know. out. I'll mark out. For the commissionership of WCW, Terry Funk against Big Sexy Kevin Nash in a no DQ match. A no DQ. I'll mark out for that. I'll mark out as well. 
Diamond Dallas Page uh, against okay. Buff Bagwell. That's a no for me, dog. Here comes the nose. Yeah, no. Booker T versus Stevie Ray. No. no. The Revolution against the Filthy Animals. Losers must d- disband. Hell no. No. And a mystery partner for and a mystery partner for the Revolution. Revolution. No. So it's Conan, Kidman, and Eddie. 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 Versus Saturn, Saturn, Malenko, and, and a partner. Mis- yes. Okay. Yep. yep. So no. Norman Smiley versus Ming versus Brian Nobbs versus Fit Finley in a four-way for the hardcore title. No. No. Medusa and Oklahoma no. cruiserweight title. No. Fuck no. And that's all that's announced. Uh, we started out hot. Three straight markouts. I have more on that later, actually. Oh. Oh. I'm back to that point later on. Damn. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely a face, though. Definitely a face. Whole career. <laughs> so, we have that to look forward to. I cannot wait to watch the pay-per-view. I'll probably maybe watch it instead of a uh, Monday Night Raw. We'll find out. So, let's go to SmackDown on Thursday on uh, the... Up and... Up and... Up and... I do... I, there are some things I do miss about... Uh, it that is stage. It is weird, by the way, that wherever the the gimmicks you got us, the wherever yeah. they came from, yeah, the raws, everything is censored, but it's all uncensored on UPN. I think it's so weird. I think the raws came from Canada. Okay, well, it says Fox. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's just weird. Um, it's so funny, and sometimes with uh, the Canadian TV, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to violence, is. Far stricter than America. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in Chicago, Allstate Arena. That's right. <laughs> commentary second <laughs> arena in the city behind Rosemont Horizon. Uh, we're commentary Michael Cole. Michael is it the Allstate, the Rosemont Horizon? Is it? It's renamed. Yeah, yeah, renamed. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. United Center's the other one. United Center. Oh. And Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, we, get a, we get a recap of Raw. The uh, Mick Foley being reinstated. The main event, DX and the Acolytes, ver- uh, DX and versus the Acolytes and Rock and Sock, DX leaving, Triple H, Mankind, Triple H brawling after everyone left. We're going to shut the show off with a, a promo ah, with Triple oh, H and Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie says that uh, no wrestler is going to leave this company, but they, uh, but they were confused on why the idea of them leaving, but they're confused on why the idea of them leaving would they happen. Uh, wrestlers can come talk to them. They're fair and understanding. Somebody shut Shane and Asia up. God damn it. Uh, Triple H wants to make an apology to DX. He made some mistakes. He showed them tough love. They showed him tough love on Raw. And uh, he uh, tonight he wants to prove uh, that he, he wants to prove him that he's wrong. So Triple H is making some matches tonight. It's going to be the Outlaws versus Bradshaw in a handicap match. No DQ. If Farouk gets involved, no match at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And after the match that they're done with Bradshaw, they're going to have another match. They're working double duty tonight again as they're going to take on Farouk. Same stipulation goes with this match. I like it. I like the booking mm-hmm. the last couple shows. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of seeing DX in multiple matches a night. They have such a big roster now. Yeah. But I like, but the booking is logical. I like it. It's logical for what's leading up to the Rumble mm-hmm. because of the fact that the Acolytes won the number one contendership 
a month ago. So now they got to, like, all right, we have to get this going. And they didn't remember it until like this week. Yeah. Uh, Triple H uh, says on him and X-Pac will be tag team tonight, but they will be taking on the Big Show and The Rock. Interesting team to uh, put himself against. Uh, that, then Triple H turns his attention to Mick Foley. Uh, he left Mick Foley in a puddle of his own blood on Raw, and at the Rumble, he's going to experience uh, the experience he had on Raw was just a small thing that he will do to him at the Rumble. Foley's blood will run New York. Uh, Triple H then calls out Foley and challenges him to a fight tonight. Uh, Foley comes out, but it's actually Midian kind. Again, so, uh, when the music hit, the crowd finally woke up for this promo. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, Midian kind comes out and kisses Triple H's butt, you know, calling himself pathetic. And, you know, I know you can kick my butt, Triple H, and gets on his knees and begs for mercy. However, you hear, that's enough, that's enough, as the real Mick Foley comes down. Foley says, uh, you know, I gotta say, Mankind, he's a pretty good entertainer, a good author, and a tough, pretty tough SOB. And he's a hell of a fighter. After the beating he got on Raw... He thinks Mankind isn't ready for a fight at MSG. This is an iconic promo. Yes, it is. Yep. For what happens next. Yeah. Yep. So Foley's like, you know what? The fans deserve a substitute. And I have an idea. Foley then takes off the Mankind gear and reveals Cactus Jack. So wait, at first he, he takes off the mask. Yep. And people think and the, it's just Mick Foley. Yeah, and the crowd thinks it's just Mick Foley, and they pop huge. But then he takes the he slowly takes the Jack shirt off, and the Cactus Jack shirt is on underneath, and the crowd loses it. But what makes it Triple H is Triple H's response. Hit the look. He his this, mouth is open. He's when like, the mask comes off. He's like, yeah, because they, they can't they, for this shot they keep going back and forth. Yeah. So the first shot, it's the mask goes he's off, like, and whatever Triple H just has that look of like, so what. But then when he says Cactus Jack and, t- and who the, takes the shirt the off and jaw Cactus Jack drops. The jaw's down. He has a look on his face like, oh, fuck. You got to be kidding me. Which worked wonders for this feud and for this match. You wonder why he never did that again. Right. In fact, he went almost out of his way to never show that again. Yep. Throughout his entire fucking career. Um. Before you go yep. on what happens next, I will say that uh, well, the first part took fucking forever, especially when Stephanie talks. Like I, I said it before, she's not there with the character yet. The less she talks, the better. It is so bad inside of, in a ring with a live mic. It's so like, terrible. You're you're not wrong in the fact that she's not ready yet. However, in 2016, as a finished product, she's still unlistenable to me. So it doesn't really matter. Um, but what I did bring up on Raw because I forgot about it, just to be honest, I liked. What they tried to do on Raw, I don't think they executed it well. I thought the idea was good. The execution was lacking a little bit. Just what, for everybody. beat the shit out of them? No, no, no. Oh. Like, the whole the whole segment with Rock and oh, Raw, Raw on okay. Raw. Okay. Uh, I thought everybody was actually off. Just everybody, in general. Here, um, once the droning of Stephanie stopped, Business it was a little good. better with Triple H. And then when Mankind comes out, it is, the promo is just... The whole segment then just flips, and it's such a good segment. Mm-hmm. Like, the execution here was so much better than on Raw. It was on point. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, uh, they begin, fully heads down, or Jack heads down, they begin to brawl Triple H. Midian kind of gets a chair and hits Jack in the back, but it has no effect. Jack kicks Midian onto the announce table, and Midian kind of is hanging over the top of the announce table. 
Jack gets the chair and does his elbow drop with the chair or with the chair. Mm-hmm. So fucking brilliant. The image of Cactus Jack beating the living shit out of mankind. Yep. It just sets up the fact that Jack is this unbeatable motherfucker that Triple H is screwed against. He's he's vanishing his own alter ego because mm-hmm. it's the weak one. You uh you said coming into this year, Corey, this maybe your favorite year. Yeah. It's the original running anyways. Yeah. And that for the most part, they don't miss booking wise. Mm-hmm. And look at this. Yeah. I this mean, they are hammering <sighs> it out of the park right now. We're And we're only like, here's the thing. We're two weeks in. We're two weeks, two weeks in. in. <laughs> it's so good. Two weeks in. It's great storytelling. Even though we're, we're not liking who they're telling, it's still good storytelling. Uh, Jack gets the mic and says, if Triple H wants to make him bleed, he has plenty of blood to give. He's going to tear Triple H apart uh, piece by piece at the Rumble, and he's going to take that title from him. Fuck, so good. So good. Um, how did 2000, Corey, feel about Cactus Jack? Love it. Love Cactus Jack. Last time we saw Cactus Jack, not so good. Yeah, with Chainsaw Charlie. Not so great. I um, loved it. I dug early Mankind. Oh, hell. Brown and, suit Mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. And I... You know, and I dug fun-loving Mankind, too. Um, I didn't really like Dude Love ever. No. Um, but, Which I guess is actually kind of the point. Yeah. You were never supposed yeah. to like Dude Love. But I, but I grew up but I grew up a Cactus Jack guy. I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. WCW. WCW. So, Him and Sting had wars. Yep. Jesus, so I dude. love Cactus Jack. You know what's that's funny about the Sting thing? What? And I have another question I want to ask you guys in a second. Yeah. This is a weird comparison. I apologize to Steve Borden in advance. <laughs> okay. People forget about the wars he had with Cactus Jack, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it's up some bitch. Yeah. It reminds me of fucking Hogan's nephew in Japan. Yeah. Horse. Horse. Where he gets, I mean, he, fuck, dude, those are some violent ass matches. Let me ask you a question about that real it's quickly. bananas. I know it's off topic. Do we, we credit did. Horace for going his own route? Or is this a case where Hogan just doesn't give a fuck about his nephew and doesn't give him the free pass that he very easily could have gotten? Both. Probably, yeah. Uh, my second question to you guys. Uh, what were their names? Uh, Big Daddy Dentist and Joey Ramone? Joe Ramone. We need a good fake mankind name. I was literally <laughs> spent an hour today trying to think of one. I had nothing. I could not come up with a terrible pun or anything. I had nothing. I, nothing. I was trying so hard. Um, hmm. <laughs> pig kind, Phineas I Godwin <laughs> instead of mankind, pig kind, Jeffrey, <laughs> Jeffrey, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Jeffrey. Jeffrey is for some reason I like, I like Jeffrey. Uh, let's go to our first match tonight as it's the New Age Outlaws taking on Bradshaw in a handicap no DQ match. The old age uh, Bradshaw loved the fact that he storms, uh, storms down, throws powder in the road dog's <laughs> eyes. So good, dude. <laughs> uh, power, uh, Bradshaw isolates each member for a bit until he uh, gets double teamed. Uh, Bradshaw is going to pile drive gun on the steel steps, but road dog hits him with a chair and Billy back body drops him. Uh, gun does a splash in the corner, but Bradshaw catches him. Road Dog then hits him on with a head uh, in the head with a still chair, and they double pin Bradshaw for the win. I like that it was quick. They did not fuck around. They got through it quickly. It didn't yeah. need to be. It's a handicap match. It yeah. Shouldn't be quick. It shouldn't be fast. It should be the two on one dominate. Sure, yes. sure. The guy Bradshaw should get some because he's big and powerful. Yeah, he should have a, bl- a, f- a fury. And the powder gave you that. Yeah. yeah. 
I then, can't fucking talk. But anyway, then, yes. <laughs> what you said, yes. Then we go backstage with Jonathan, Jonathan Coachman with The Rock. Rock welcomes Jonathan to SmackDown. Who are you? Uh, <laughs> Rock wants to know who his name is. And it Coachman doesn't says, matter no, what's no, no, name. Coachman goes, answer the question well. Well, if it matters, my name is Jonathan so Coachman. Good. But <laughs> people, but people call me the coach. Why? Rock says, "Hit." Well, first, Rock goes off about how uh, him and Big Show will work together. Uh, but he, the him, the Big Jabroni, were going to work together <laughs> and take beat Triple H in the uh, X Pac tonight. And then Rock then turns his attention back to Coachman's. Like, wait a minute. What was your nickname again? How did you get your nickname? Well, it's not when I was a, when I was a kid. It doesn't matter <laughs> what your name nickname is. But I have to say, I love. Well, if it matters, my name is Jonathan uh, Coachman. I love Coachman. I love early coach. It's so good. It's it's just that one line of like, if it matters, then I'll say my uh, name. It was good you during know? his first run. Yeah. yeah. Our next match is too cool. And versus Hardcore and Crash Holly and Al Snow in a six-man tag. Uh, back and forth here again. Crash gets, takes the pin with the Rikishi spike uh, pile driver. Um, Al attacks the Hollies after the match. Two cool dances. Once again, two cool is getting majorly well, over. He didn't jerk him off this time. So yeah. that's, that's good. Nice. So he jerked off Hardcore. Uh, we see uh, backstage Triple H congratulating the Outlaws, but then he questions the whereabouts of one Xbox. Then, since Cactus Jack is back, WF already has the highlight uh, video of him in, like, New Japan or? No, no, no that's Japan. IWA I do, yeah. Japan. They have the, all the New footage Japan of him. Use that footage. Yeah. Him New and, Japan would have those matches. Uh, him and uh, highlights of him and Terry Funk destroying each other in death matches. I mean, you didn't see a lot of Terry Funk in those clips. But you can mm-hmm. notice those uh, striped uh, pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our next match is Gangrel versus Luna versus Test. Crowd pops for Test. You said Gangrel versus Luna no, versus I said, Test. I said with. No, you said, uh, you said versus. versus. Okay, versus. I was it, like, is this a weird triple threat? Isn't I didn't that a watch? triple threat player? It's like Stevie Ray and Booker all over again. <laughs> yeah. Luna in the middle. Uh, during the match, Test hits. Unless a, they put the married couple together. Uh, tries to hit the pump handle slam powerbomb on Gangrel, but Luna distracts him. Uh, Gangrel tries to roll him up twice. Here's the thing. I honestly thought Tess was going to lose via roll-up by Gangrel. Oh, no. 2,000 Gangrel's played out. Yeah, I know, like but, Tess is, but Tess <laughs> has played out, too. Yeah. Uh, Luna pulls the ref uh, out after, and then clotheslines him. The ref calls the bell. Tess and Luna double-team Tess. Uh, Tess hits Luna with a pump handle power slam and then elbow drops Gangrel. We go backstage with Jericho, China, and the cat. Jericho is telling her to calm down. Uh, China wants to talk about uh, Monday night. Um, she wants to apologize. She wants to uh, make it work, and they want to be bygones, be bygones. Since they're both co-champions, they should work together. Then uh, they do highlights of earlier tonight of Cactus Jack returning, as Mick Foley is now Cactus Jack. Our fourth match of the night is the Hardy Boys with Terry versus Big Boss Man and Prince Albert. Uh, back and forth match here. Boss Man goes after Terry for some reason. Who knows? Boss Man's in the corner. Solicitation. <laughs> I heard she uh, likes to uh, likes to eat the poo. Uh, let's go. Boss Man is... <laughs> 
Boss man. <laughs> He's got a lot of glass to mouth, boy. <laughs> Sometimes in the heat of the moment. The heat of the moment, the poo comes in play. Uh, Bossman accidentally hits uh, Albert with a splash. Albert and Bossman begin to argue. Jeff drop kicks Bossman and Albert and then rolls him up for the win. I get a dollar. Albert and Bossman begin to fight after the match. Man, Bossman has really fallen off. Um, yeah, I was going to say, they're breaking up, and unfortunately, it's Prince Albert they have plans for. Jesus, man. We go earlier tonight with uh, Lillian and the Big Show. Um Show's excited for tonight's match. He finally gets his hands on Triple H since he was a former champion that still hasn't got a title shot yet. Is that wrong? Uh, Xbox running around saying he beat the Big Show a couple weeks ago in SmackDown, but he had help from DX, and he's not saying that part. He's not excited working with The Rock as The Rock's calling him a jabroni and uh, thinks that The uh, Rock's getting ahead of himself by thinks uh, he's going to win the Rumble. Um, but, you know, Big Show's in it, so... Good luck with all that. Yep. Then we see China running into Tori saying, hey, I have some, something to talk to you about. <laughs> Our next match, it's Steve Blackman, the protege with his mentor, Kurt Angle versus Edge and Christian. Uh, back and forth match until Blackman gets the advantage, and then all of a sudden Val Venus gets on the Titantron to distract one Steve Blackman. You didn't think you were going to hit my future brother-in-law with a stick, did you? Why are they... What? No. This is just making Edge lame. It does. It yep. is. Uh, Christian drop kicks Blackman into Edge, uh, who does a back body drop for the win. Once again, Kurt Angle yells at Blackman because it's his fault, and he's still undefeated. Let's go backstage with China and Tori. Hang on. Yeah, there it is. No, I couldn't hold it. Uh, as, Jer- as China tells... Uh, Tori that Jericho keeps talking about her about how Jericho has fantasies about her and the things that he would do to her and once again Tori oh my god uh, we get a history with a, uh, one catches Jack on Raw you know getting thrown off the dumpster yeah, this somebody one somebody else is in the dumpster too that's weird that's funny yeah that's <laughs> funny uh, peanuts yeah. It's, uh, yeah that's weird <laughs> Our next I remember thinking so lame when I watched it live. Oh. So, it was a badass segment until they opened it up and all these packing peanuts. And we're like, lame. <laughs> we go, uh, our next match is the New Age Outlaws. Cardboard in there and broke Plus, you know, the two that were in there would have been like, like no, fine. we don't need all fucking packing it's peanuts. Yeah. Eight foot fall, it's fine. We're yeah. in a dumpster. Because we're actually pretty safe <laughs> in, in this fucking dumpster. Uh, our next match. Oh, fuck you. Uh, next match is the New Age Outlaws is Farouk. We find out during the match that Kane has demanded a match with Jericho. You don't say. Once again, this is another quick match. Farouk gets his moments, but Outlaws double pin him too. Going back real quick to that China Tori segment, she was like, you should probably give him a match. Non-title match. Yeah. Probably just get him in a match. Yeah. Says he wants to invent new positions for the Kama Sutra. It's the Kama Sutra. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Brashtar runs down and chase off the outlaws with a pipe. Hey guys, Rock has a new book. Does he? The Rock knows. Cool. Oh, The Rock says. Yeah, whatever. That (laughs) segment. Uh, We see DX still don't know the whereabouts of one X Pac. I actually love that. They were like, Have you seen X Pac? We're, bit, we're busy. Yeah. No, we haven't seen Axe Pop. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had a few Jesus. matches you put us in, so no. That's uh, awesome. Our next match, it's Godfather and his little pimp, D'Lo, 
versus the Headbangers. This pint. <laughs> During the Headbangers uh, intro, the orange light comes on and the voice comes over saying, like, the mood is about to change. Yeah, uh, let's not make it too obvious. Yep. Godfather hits a ho- uh, the yeah, hoe train. Would never do that. The <laughs> hoe train splash and D'Lo with the win with the frog splash. Then we go backstage with Coach with Big Show and The Rock as there's tension between each other. Big Show says he doesn't like uh, The Rock for calling him a jabroni. He tells him to stay out of his way. Rock says that he's an equal opportunist and that by he'll be slapping X-Pac with the front of his hand and Triple H with the back of his hand tonight. Then we get a uh, history recap of Cactus Jack on Raw facing Midi and Viscera. So let's go to our next match. As it's Kane versus Chris Jericho, but Jericho tries to talk Kane down. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> this is so good. Uh, Tori is a liar. China's cons- is uh, conspiring with this. Uh, Jericho says that there's nothing attractive about her. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not nothing. Yeah. Just, you know, she's not. She's not my type. She's not her type. I don't know people who are who are fucking retarded. I mean, she's not totally retarded. <laughs> people who are retarded like her. But I'm not one of those. Well, I'm not saying you're retarded. I'm not saying you're retarded. I'm just I'm saying. I'm more into, like, attractive women. Yeah, I like. I'm not that she's not attractive. <laughs> I, like, I was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I like prettier women than her. I'm not saying she's not, but I have a certain type. And that she's not it. So funny. <laughs> she's not it. Um, God damn it. Jericho. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Kane squashes Jericho for a bit. Uh, China's watching this from the back. Kane runs off the steel steps and misses a clothesline. Where did that move come from? <laughs> I was like, watch wait. Jeff Hardy move. I was like, wait, yeah. Hey, Jeff, watch this. <laughs> uh, Jericho drop kicks Kane and goes for the walls of Jericho, but can't get him over. China and Cat come out and to distract Jericho. Kane then choke slams and tombstones Jericho for the win. The cat gets the title and runs off with it. Gotta say. Jericho was amazing. Was amazing. So good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I just like attractive women. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see backstage X-Pac has shown up. Triple H is trying to tell him, hey, you can trust me tonight. Uh, X-Pac says, you know, you, uh, say it's the same thing. Uh, Big Show and uh, Rock are going to get beat up by them. Triple H says it's different because, you know, you can trust me and I'll be there for you tonight. Isn't this where Stephanie goes, you can trust me? And he's like, no. Yeah. And Triple H is like, fine, you can trust me. Me, yeah. yeah. Look at me right here. Right here. See this? Right here. Um, uh, so our next match is the main event. X-Pac and Triple H versus The Big Show and The Rock. But before the Rock and Big Show come out, Triple H gets the mic. Uh, let me guess who's going to come out last and get the biggest <laughs> pop of the night. I bet it's going to be The Rock. So, hey, Big Show, come on out because... You know, Rock got to get that attention. And uh, here comes uh, Big Show first. Yep. Sure enough. Uh, I like that here. Like, Troy's big a dick. Yeah, no, it's uh, true. <laughs> Being a dick, I really had nothing to say about it. He's not wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's what happened. He's, uh, no, you always say Hogan, always a heel. Yep. Even when he was a good guy. Yep. I feel the same way about The Rock. The Rock was always a heel. He was never a he good guy. Is, but I also feel like The Rock never was trying to hide it. Yeah. People were just like, "No, we like this." Now he was like, "Okay." 
but yeah. I'm still going to be like a dick. Like Hogan, like always pretended that he was a good guy, but from day fucking one <laughs> was a heel. Was a douche. Well, yeah, douche nozzle. Well, during the match, Rock wants to tag himself in, but Big Show won't tag him in. So the Rock tags himself in. <laughs> He's doing like the choke slam thing, and he just jumps up and tags him. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> Um, Rock hits the spine buster and goes for the people's yeah, elbow. Next time, buster we've seen this week. Yep, uh, way better. Than I'm bad. Uh, but X Pac hits the Rock with the back of the chair as he's running off the ropes. Rock goes to tag and show, but X Pac distracts him and misses the tag. Rock goes to another tag of the Big Show, but Big Show moves his hand. Triple H low blows the Rock and pedigrees him for the win. After the match, Big Show choke slams the Rock, and that is how we end SmackDown. Ooh. Pissed off the Giant. Damn, you gotta turn him again. Something <laughs> you don't do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. So, boys, better show. Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah. Yeah. I liked Thunder. Well, again, I, I Thunder didn't hate not Thunder. terrible. Again. But Smackdown was better. Yeah. Sure, we go to the ratings? Let's do it. All right. It's gonna be bad for them. Um, yeah. that, Wednesday, that Wednesday slot. Mm. So, last week, the last Thursday, WCW got a 2.41, while WF got a 5.8. First Wednesday night show, WCW 2.72. So it went up. WWF by itself, five. <laughs> so it went down. Must have been a new friends. Yes. Maybe. So who uh, didn't see that coming? Point eight drop by friend, itself. I mean, friends was getting like a 21, 22. That's true. That's like, true. People in America have no taste. So let's go to our favorite. Yeah. Should we go to our favorite part? Uh, yeah, let's do the. Um, <clears throat> those, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's go to the awards show. Yeah, that awards. Let's start off with best match. I'm going to go Jarrett Nash against. Uh, Against Sid and Benoit? Right there, I yeah. concur. Absolutely. That was a lot of fun. I it concur. Was. I concur. Uh, worst match. Okay versus Medusa. Yep. Evening gal match. unanimous. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, who is your MVP? Bret Hart. Got to give it to him. He, right? was convin- again. he was convincing. You know, he's actually a pretty good actor. Yep. Like. Had lonesome dove shit was real. Yeah. Though. He he was he was pretty good. I got to get to the hit man. Got him again. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go Brett one more, one more time, right? Uh, who, was, road. who was your motive? Oklahoma. Well, you know. Because <laughs> fuck, man. The revolution, because fuck you. Revolution, because fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, WTF? How fucking awesome. That opening segment on SmackDown was once Stephanie stopped talking. Mm-hmm. How much it accomplished and what it set up. Mm-hmm. Um, not counting Stephanie, everybody in that segment hit a grand slam. Yep. Uh, Triple H and Foley, but Midian and Kind too. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey, it was sir. perfect. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, my bad, Jeffrey. Sorry, you disrespect Jeffrey like that. Yeah, come on. Put some respect on his name. I got a positive one Ooh. for WCW. All right. And honest to God, 
decentish build for the main event, co-main event, and featured match for their pay-per-view. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like going into leaving no. leaving Thunder. I know, but leaving Thunder. We were excited about the Brett Sith. That's a big match. Yep. Uh, the Jarrett um, Benoit. Benoit thing has been built really well. And why I don't like Terry Funk being here, it's uh, it's an intriguing storyline with him and Nash. They did a very good job selling those three matches. It's a reason to buy a pay-per-view. And I bet for people other than us, they've probably done a really good job sell- selling DDP buff. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, that connects with the audience. Yeah. Misses for us, but, you know, that's whatever. But So an honest-to-God good build somewhat to a pay-per-view. It's probably the best build he's done in his tenure. I would say so. Which is uh, impressive. Uh, my WTF is the run-in by the upstairs neighbors. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, um, my real WTF is the excitement level for me for sold out. Yeah. It's, it's at a, right now it's at an all-time high just because of you guys have been pubbing this for like three months. I am so much more excited for the podcast than I am the pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why, that's why I'm excited for it. I'm that's, so excited for next week. It's, my, it's a bitch-out WTF for me. But also, the, I, for me, um, I like what they're doing for WWF version, too, of you're building your main competitors for the Rumble. You have The Rock and Big Show. You're already starting that tension between the two. Unfortunately, that's the only two. Well, yeah. But then also the idea of, well, Cactus Jack's back and starting that feud and that one promo alone of Cactus saying he's coming back and Triple H selling it. The jaw drop of, oh, fuck. And then what you said earlier, Corey, the image of Cactus Jack beating up mankind. mankind. So we have all that to look forward to. But, yeah, my WTF is the excitement level of me watching Sold Out going what the hell did I just watch or what just happened? The final sold out. Final, the final, yeah, the yeah, final, final sold out. Yeah, we had a different paper in January of 2001. Yeah, so that's... Joe's looking excited to that one. Very excited <laughs> for that. <laughs> Joe, about a year away. Time oh, that has begun. God damn it. <laughs> way, to, way to kill my excitement level. God damn it. Corey, I'm going to need you to um, drink a lot of water before next pay-per-view. Before that, before that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Because throat exercises. I mean, and like my do- and also I just my excitement level for. Oh, now we're on Cal because of uh, unique New York. The uh, database over here. Unique. You know, he unique comes into the show. He comes into every show with no phone, no notes, because it's off top of his head. Yep. Off top of his head. However, Ooh, for sold out alone, he has what four to five. Like I saw him, he scrolled. <laughs> he kept scrolling. He's like. Booble, this is all my notes. And are that you, was like two weeks ago, too. Are you more excited to do this than Jeff was for for Brett, Sean? Yes. Because uh, our constituent over here doesn't know all the story. Yep. And I cannot wait for you to learn. Yes. Everything. As, as we're leading up it's to... It's all true, Jeff. The up, upcoming... <laughs> as we're leading up to the upcoming pay-per-view war stories of those that we sold out. I've never seen it. And I don't know any of the backstory. I don't know any of the whole joke of, well, this is what they're giving us, but it's not what they give us. So I can't wait to... I can't wait to see what they give us, you know? <laughs> so... um 
Can't wait for that. And that would be on the pay-per-view war stories, which will be here next week at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com, where you can go and listen to all of our podcasts, all of them. And you can go to any social media website to find NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, or NoSellEntertainment. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>